On this episode of the Mikey Steph Show, we have our view of WWE's Elimination Chamber live event, as well as reviews for Netflix's Avatar The Last Airbender and Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 3. And of course, we have to discuss Dune Part 2 First Reactions. All that and more on this episode of the Mikey Steph Show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mikey Steph Show. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Uh, and today we've got some some very big news to uh, to go over. Uh, one involving the Star Wars games, uh, a new director for a new Jurassic Park movie, and some more WWE 2K24 news. Uh, so without further ado, let's get right into it. Uh, our first on the list of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, or, or premium live event, rather. Um, overall, this seems like a, a pretty solid event. Uh, both Elimination Chamber matches were, were stacked with talent. Uh, the Women's Elimination Chamber match consisted of Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and the returning... Raquel Rodriguez uh, and the winner of that was of course Becky Lynch who will now go on to Wrestlemania 40 to face uh, women's world champion Rhea Ripley um, I think everyone had this as kind of the prediction from the get-go but nice to see the official Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley gonna be a hell of a match uh, for Wrestlemania uh, and for the men's elimination chamber, we have another stacked uh, cast: uh, Drew McIntyre, L.A. Knight, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, and United States Champion Logan Paul. With Drew McIntyre winning the chamber and uh, seemingly going on to face uh, Seth Rollins, the current World Heavyweight Champion. And uh, the reason I say uh, seemingly is because I don't think it's going to be a 1v1 match. I can definitely see uh, Sami Zayn getting added to the match and it being a triple threat match. Because I know a lot of people have already seen Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins many times. Uh, granted, this wasn't the initial plan. I think the initial plan was to have... CM Punk win the chamber, but due to his injury um, at the Royal Rumble, uh, the hands of Drew McIntyre, uh, he is he is out for a while. But can definitely see once CM Punk comes back, uh, a feud between Drew McIntyre, maybe you know for the world title. We'll we'll see. Um, but I thought this match was great. Um, from the highlights I saw of it, um, and the women's match as well, it seemed like uh, Tiffany Stratton was uh, 
the particular uh, highlight and kind of MVP of the match. Uh, seems like she's really kind of coming into her her own and, and belongs on the main roster. Uh, so that's always good to see. Uh, and as for the, the men's elimination chamber match, uh, there seemed to be a lot of setup for uh, for other matches that will happen at WrestleMania. Uh, AJ Styles versus LA Knight after AJ Styles cost LA Knight the uh, the chamber. And uh, Randy Orton eliminating Logan Paul and then Logan Paul costing Randy Orton the match. So that's also setting up a match there of Randy Orton versus Logan Paul. Uh, I can personally see them doing uh, maybe a fatal four-way, do Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley, or excuse me, no, actually, no, kind of think of it, do uh, do like a six-man uh, ladder match. I heard that this possibility too of you could do Logan Paul defending the United States title against LA Knight, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, and Bobby Lashley. I mean that 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 would be a hell of a match. Um so WWE, if you're listening, I just gave you a free match right there. Um and the next match, um we had Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate for the Undisputed W Tag Team titles. Um, of course, uh, the Judgment Day uh, came away with a victory. Um, that wasn't a surprise there. Uh, I think for WrestleMania 40, my prediction would probably be uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus The Miz and R-Truth for the WWE Tag Team titles. Uh, just kind of how that story is going. Um, and Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax in the main event for the women's, uh, women's world title. Um, Rhea Ripley, uh, came, came across the, with the victory in that one. Uh, and then the kickoff show was the Kabuki Warriors versus Candice LeRae and Indy Harwell, uh, for the women's tag team titles. The Kabuki Warriors, uh, retained, of course. Uh, and then they had the Grayson Waller uh, effect. Grayson Waller has, you know, his uh, his talk show. And during the Grayson Waller effect, uh, Cody Rhodes seemed to challenge The Rock to a match. Anytime, any place. Now, not sure where that's going to go down. Whether they do that on SmackDown. I know... Uh, there was a report today that The Rock is uh, scheduled to be on the next three SmackDowns. Um, so you could probably do one there. Um, or they will probably build to a WrestleMania tag team match. Being The Rock and Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. Uh, I think that would be... An epic match for WrestleMania. Uh, although the issue would be the logistics of Roman Roman Reigns working uh, back-to-back matches, and also Seth, given that he's coming off a 
serious injury. Um, but that's uh, that's certainly my hope. Um, all right, now that we reviewed Elimination Chamber, let's talk a little bit about WWE 2K24. Uh, of course, there was some news. Um, CM Punk addressed on his social media uh, whether he was going to be in WWE 2K24. Uh, WWE 2K just announced the full roster for the game, and CM Punk was not was not on the initial list. Now he could be um, a part of the DLC plans uh, whenever that comes to comes to fruition. Um, but we will we will see. Uh, I know according to uh, uh, Sportskedia. Sports Kita, um, they were talking about uh, possibility of CM Punk not being in the game because he was in AEW Fight Forever, so that could also be why he may not be in the game. I certainly hope that's not the case. Uh, I hope that's kind of just a rumor because I would love to have CM Punk in WWE 2K24. I don't know what the um, you know the current the timetable would would be for that how fast they'd be able to get that or get that going but um for wwe 2k24 i know i i discussed a little bit about what the game's going to be like but they have uh some big uh some big features uh the 2k showcase of the immortals uh, all the different ma- match types, uh, adding special guest referee, casket match, gauntlet match, and of course an ambulance match. Um, they're also going to be um, additional support for backstage brawls and adding four people to it. Adding some more to to my rise for the uh, men's and women's division. Uh, building your faction or my faction, which I did not do um the last year's game uh then more additions to wwe universe uh more expanded rivalry actions new cutscenes, double title matches that's going to be a good one and then of course more additions to my gm now this has been one of the the better additions uh to come to back to the wwe 2k uh brand uh, it seems kind of year by year, they have uh, just been making making it uh, better and better. So um, excited to see more um, of that, and it comes out uh, March eighth with the uh, you know pre order uh, that would comes out um, March March fifth. All right, now that we've gone on to that. Uh, we'll go on to our next section here. Uh, touch a little briefly on uh, one story I found interesting. Uh, that new, the new Jurassic World movie gets a 2025 release date, and David Lynch is in talks to direct. Uh, and this project is slated to release. On July, July 2nd, 2025. Uh, of 
according to Variety, David Kep, the original screenwriter for Jurassic Park and the Lost World Jurassic Park, uh, will be will write the script. Um, so, yeah, this be curious to see how this movie does. Um, yeah, don't have much to add on that. I just thought it was a cool story to to bring up and. Uh, given the kind of box office successes of the Jurassic Park movies, I guess it makes sense to uh, to do another one. Be interesting to see um, if you know Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, or or any of the other stars will return. Uh, there's no current word on that, according to to Variety. Um, but uh, all I can say is uh, next summer, uh, 2025, is going to be a packed year. Uh, <laughs> there are going to be three blockbusters in July of 2025 between Superman Legacy, uh, the new Jurassic World movie, and uh, and Fantastic Four. Um, so we will uh, we'll see how, how that plays out. Um, and before we get into our reviews, uh, one bit of news that I found am- just amazing, uh, Star Wars announced that the Battlefront collection is coming back. So Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, the classic editions, uh, will be coming to uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and Steam. Uh, and there's going to be, uh, a little bit more added to, uh, to this. So if we go on to, uh, starwars.com, uh, so the Star Wars Battlefront collection will be coming March 14th. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection features restored online play for up to 64 players, expansions to hero assault mode. And all previously released bonus content uh, for both titles. Um, so for those, so for those editions, it's also going to be uh, maps. So for Star Wars Battlefront, you get uh, Jabba's Palace, and for Battlefront Two, the bonus maps include Bespin, Cloud City, Renvar Harbor, Renvar Citadel, and Yavin Four arena and two new bonus heroes in Asajj Ventress and Kit Fisto uh, and the features for those games of course will be the Galactic Conquest uh, the campaign for Battlefront 1 and 2 um, you know fighting on the ground massive locations I, I love the online support I, I think that's going to be that's going to be huge uh, and they also are bringing back uh, Hero Assault, uh, which is now going to be able to be on all ground maps uh, because before it was just on Maz Eisley. So that is a really nice, a really nice touch. Uh, but I've been waiting for this news like forever, and this is like everything I could dream of and more. So I'll be super excited uh, to play this game. Uh, to replay this game 
uh, once it comes out um, on PlayStation and Xbox. And, uh, you know, please send me your, um, you know, if you want to play, please send your PlayStation or Xbox tag. I would love to love to play with you. Uh, all right, next story here is we're going to go on to our uh, Dune Part 2 first reactions. Um, this movie is getting a lot of praise here, as as it very well should. Um, so according to Roddy, we have a, a couple here. Uh, from Gregory Elwood, The Playlist. Dune Part 2 is damn impressive. Villeneuve, Villeneuve uh, crafts some truly visionary moments. Austin Butler gives a trans truly transformative performance. And not talking makeup either. Very moving ending. A wee bit long, yes. Did, it, did I forget what I, I saw the next day? Yes, still going to be massive. Um, but uh, yeah, just hearing a lot of... A lot of people saying it's incredible, just incredible movie, uh, the best sci-fi movie ever, one of the best ones ever. Uh, the cast seems to be great, um, but everybody is seems to just love this movie. So I'm truly excited. I'm gonna try and see it this week. Um, but those were uh, you know a few reactions there. Um, and the first movie was was good, and um, unfortunately, I didn't see it in theaters because uh, it was you know kind of right during COVID. Um, but I'm super excited for this. Going to try and see it in IMAX, which you should see it if you are planning to. Um, all right, and on that note, we're going to go on to our reviews for Avatar: The Last Airbender and Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Uh, we'll start with the. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch uh, Season 3 dropped their uh, first three episodes last Wednesday. Um, I'm really I'm really enjoying it so far. It seems it's like a very, uh, you know, very much a dark tone. Um, and I'm excited to see what comes next. I know the reviews, the social media reviews for like the first eight episodes were all amazing uh, a lot of great Star Wars lore. Uh, so a lot to lot to look forward to uh, in these next few episodes, especially in the trailer we saw Asajj Ventress. So really looking forward to um, really looking forward to seeing her back in action. Um, but yeah, I love I love the Bad Batch. Um, you know, season one was good. Season two was even better. And I have a feeling that um, this season is going to be, uh, from what I hear, the the best of the series. And you know, Star Wars animation really killing it between you know the last few seasons of Clone Wars. Um, there are some a couple arcs in Star Wars of Clone Wars in the early seasons that I really enjoyed. Uh, plus, we got Star Wars Rebels, Tales of the Jedi. Just Star Wars knows what they're doing with with animation. Because uh, it's really kind of some of the best Star Wars content ever. Um, Alright, and finally we're going to talk about um, Avatar The Last Airbender. 
the uh, adaptation from Netflix came out last week as well. Um, and I, obviously I, I kind of gave my, uh, my review of it, but I, I'm a fan. I, I really like the show. Uh, it did have a lot of, uh, a lot of changes from, you know, they just covered the first, uh, the first book and yeah, I was really a fan of it. A lot of changes they made. There were some that, um, were really cool and really inventive, uh, kind of scenes that they added and others I, you know, wasn't too thrilled with being a fan of the original and rewatching the, the first season, uh, and how amazing that is. I mean, I think that my biggest complaint was it, it should have been longer than eight episodes, like do like 10 or, you know, 12 episodes or something. Uh, cause you're adapting, you know, 20 episodes of television and, uh, you know, not, not everything's going to stick with the, uh, original show, but, um, it was a very, very well-made, uh, cartoons one of the best cartoons ever um so i think even adapting that is uh is a really tall task i mean we we all saw the movie and it was uh critically and commercially critically panned by fans and critics and didn't really have tremendous box office success it, it was just awful uh so seeing this show and uh, seeing the, the eight episodes that it was, I really enjoyed it. And there were definitely times that it, it was, it was accurate for the most part. You know, obviously they changed some things as I mentioned. Um, but I thought the cast, here's the things I, I really enjoyed about it. The cast, the cast in this show was, a, was great. Uh, you know, some of the actors are obviously kids, so it's going to take them a little bit to grow into their roles, but I thought for the most part, they, you know, they got more comfortable as the season went on. Uh, but particular actors like Dallas Lewis, Prince Zuko, Ian Ousley's as Sokka, um, Daniel Day Kim, Fire Lord Ozai, obviously we didn't see much of him, uh, yeah, Wento is Katara. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. They brought that cabbage, the cabbage patch guy, the cabbage guy. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this show. Um, hoping for a season two, uh, because I've, I've, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen the you know, second and third seasons of the show. And I'll probably go rewatch those, um, at some point before hopefully Netflix announces, uh, seasons two and three. But I, I think people should give this show a chance. I know a lot of people don't love it. Uh, they do to kind of the writing of it. I think the fact that they had to cram so many episodes, cram, uh, rather so many storylines, uh, I think probably hurt the show a lot. Um, but I still think it's better than the movie and the people that are saying that, um, <laughs> the movie's better. I, I respectfully disagree. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, 
I think, uh, yeah, I don't have too much to add. I thought, you know, like I said, cast was amazing. Action was amazing. The airbending was amazing. All of it uh, very well done. Um, and I'm hoping for season two. All right. Well, that is uh, that is it for our, our episode. Um, our next one will be episode 50, which is crazy. 50 episodes of the podcast. Uh, love doing it. Hope uh, hope we can get more people to love the show too. And uh, we will. I will talk to you all very soon. Have a have a great day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, I am just writing to uh, update a few things on the latest episode of the Mikey Steph Show, episode forty nine. Uh, WWE Two K Twenty Four does indeed have their DLC announcement. And at the top is CM Punk. So the fans got what they wanted. CM Punk is in WWE 2K24. He is going to be a part of the first DLC pack that comes out May 15th called the ECW Punk Pack, which includes CM Punk, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, Sandman, and Terry Funk, along with ECW Paul Heyman manager card and some other uh, My Faction content. Uh, after that will be the Post Malone and Friends pack coming out June 26th. Uh, that will include Post Malone, Sensational Sherry, Mosh, Thrasher, and Honky Talk Man, along with manager Jimmy Hart. Uh, DLC number three pack coming out July 24th. That will include Pat McAfee uh, and some more info uh, stay to uh, stay tuned for. DLC number four, September 20th, Global Superstars pack, including Jade Cargill, Nia Jax, Michelle McCool, Carlito, Kyrie Sane, Lyra Valkyria, and Dragon Lee. And the final pack is the WCW pack with Diamond Dallas Page, the Iron Sheik, Mr. Perfect, Great Muda, and Lex Luger. So just wanted to come on today and uh, and update uh, everyone on those uh, you know updates from uh, WWE2K24. Uh, I also have to update my Jurassic World story. Uh, originally, we had David Leach uh, directing, but uh, as of February 20th, Jurassic World director found in Rogue One's film, Rogue One filmmaker, Gareth Edwards. Um, so it looks like he's going to be the new director. Um, so a huge win for the Jurassic World franchise in Gareth Edwards. So just wanted to come on today and uh, kind of clear a couple things up and add some uh, context to a previous uh, report from uh, WWE and 2K and, and Jurassic World. Um, but yeah, so uh, have a great rest of your, of your day and please uh, like and subscribe.